Welcome to another episode of Cook, Feast, Repeat. I'm Andrew Oman. I have Chad Castores. Hello, me. all. And we do not have Kua Vang. He is out. Absent. Loser. Yeah, he decided to work some overtime. Yeah, how dare he? Yeah. Ugh. So, <laughs> um, yeah, today we're, not com- we're coming off of noodles, and we are going to be doing burgers next month. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm super excited about it. I get to talk about George Moats. I get to talk about all the regional burgers that are around us, just how to cook a burger. I'm so excited. Cool. Um, yeah, but today we're going to talk about restaurants around us. We might get into transition of this more. We're not sure what uh, we're going to feel in the future. But... I want to talk about a couple of restaurants that are around us that I think people should go to and some that I think are kind of overrated in the area. Okay. Um, this is my, my basic opinion on that. So, yeah. Okay. We're talking about King Cajun. I've never yeah. been there. I'm interested. Please yeah, it's on University talk. Avenue. It's um, obviously Cajun food. <laughs> um. I've been there once. The whole family loved it. So that's also a win in my book. So <laughs> I think when you get because your your whole family is like all your kids. Yeah. Right? That's a Four lot kids, of people to wife. impress. Yeah. Yeah, they all loved it. So and especially my oldest who doesn't even like seafood to begin with. So that was pretty good. <laughs> oh. That speaks praise. Yeah. How did you make a reservation? How how busy was it? It wasn't busy at all. It was it's kind of like, um, how can I put it? You order everything at the front counter. So kind of like a fast food-ish type of like ordering style. Yeah. And then after you put your order in at the top of you know, the cashier area, you go and you sit down and then they bring it out to you. So it's kind of like Famous Dave's, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's exactly Famous yeah. Dave's. <clears throat> so... Huh. Yeah. What'd you get? I got uh, crawfish. Crayfish, crawfish, crawdaddies, however you want to say it. <laughs> Craw babies. Yeah. Whole? Yeah. yeah, you get to suck the head and everything. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's good. good. And then you uh, can go anywhere from just complete bare seasoning to all the way up to as crazy as you want to get. <laughs> like Inferno Hell, yeah. Butthole Round Revenge. Yep. Okay. They got random fish. They have, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, anything Cajun, really, as long as it comes from, like, the Louisiana-style Cajun. Do they have gator? I don't think they did, but I didn't look that hard. Yeah. I was just talking about, it's like twice a year, I want to try to get to buying a gator. So you get a Louisiana crawfish company, you can buy that stuff there. You can buy a twenty pound gator for like two hundred and eighty, three hundred bucks. So you're pretty much paying for shipping. Yeah. yeah. It's it's um it's just twenty pound of meat, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's skinned except for its feet and head. So like so oh, it has you get a skin full gator. You get a full gator. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's everything's skinned, it's fleshed out, except for the head and the feet, which it doesn't have a lot of meat in that area anyway, but mm-hmm. it's really cool. You can keep it and pickle it or whatever the fuck you want to do. Try it. Nice. And uh, it fits on like a 26-inch round grill when you like 
spit it around, okay. tail to ass, and season it up with a bunch of seasonings of that. Smoke it, cook it. It is fucking great. Gator awesome. is amazing. Yeah. People, like you go to the state fair and stuff, mm-hmm. they have it there. And is that real like, gator though? It is. is yeah, it? it's, yeah, it's real. No, I never tried it. I was like, meh, I don't need to try chicken. But the, <laughs> the problem with it is that, like, well, yeah, one well, most people think it's chicken. Which it, I mean, it's probably more related to that way they taste wise than anything else. But like at the state fair, they do the um, chunks, which mm-hmm. is like browned up on a stick. Excuse me. <clears throat> that that was attractive. <laughs> but yeah, on the state fair, they do the chunks, and it's good. But they don't have a lot of flavor. There's not a lot of seasoning. Yeah. It's marketed to a broad audience. Yep. But it's good. I'd try it. Yeah, I guess I really don't know how they do gator in that area. Area, I guess. I don't know. I think it's traditionally seasoned up, and you can grill it. You can cook it however you want, and you can eat it however you want. Yeah. I think alligator meat is one of the – it's a weird thing in how good it is mm-hmm. because it, it – I don't know how to describe it. Well, their diet, for one, is like – so diverse. Yeah. And kind of like a bear. And they're so lean. Yeah, yeah. bear. But bear meat is pungent. Yeah. And it's hard to cook with. <clears throat> but gator meat is really light. It's chicken in like healthy consistency. It's good for you, I think. Mm. But it has like the fat level of a steak. It's got a lot of huh. like beef cook wise to it yeah. or shrimp and how it cooks. It's so good. I don't know. Like people, people underestimate that kind of food. I was talking about that at work the other day, too, with uh, turtles and some of that. People, like, look at them and they, they don't want to eat them because they look reptilian. Mm-hmm. Tons of good food. Tons of great flavor. Really easy to eat. Turtle balls are delicious. Um, it's good. But, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of restaurant, I would really hope they open their horizons to get that stuff. Yeah. Crawfish is important. People don't eat crawfish because yeah. they think it looks weird. Right. It's delicious. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's it's so a lot of work easy. though. I don't like I don't like all that work before I try to put food, food in my mouth. mouth. But yeah, <laughs> there's a down Louisiana. I don't know the place's name, but it's pretty much a trough. So you have a trough of crawfish. Okay. And they throw like a boil. It there. Yeah, like a you know like a it's if you were a pig, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you're just standing there like watching people walk by as you just crunch, eat, throw them to the side. It's yep. just. It's barbaric eating, and I love it. It's, it's kind of funny. Like my son, my youngest one, is like, "Hey, I want to go to that place where you suck the heads." <laughs> That's what he refers it to. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's so awesome. He is gonna grow up to be great things. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But everybody, like, I have all. pictures of them all doing S- the sucking on that head, sucking suck on the uh, crawfish head, eating the tail. It was amazing. I'm so happy to hear that because it just opened. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, that's a thing that typical Midwestern kids will never, never try. Seen, no. And then you go to a Chinese buffet because mm-hmm. they're everyone almost. And they'll look at it and be say, that's disgusting. Yep. But right. now they'll look at it and be like, oh, I like sucking a head. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> try it out. Hey, get it one pound or three pounds. And I got three pounds and I shared it. Yeah. So. And it was delicious. It was I'm amazing. glad. Yeah. That's really you cool. You get the Cajun huh. potato and the corn on the cob type of thing. And How's the price? Is it 
Minneapolis um, expensive? You know, it's not too bad. We have a family of six. And I think ours came out to like 150 bucks. If I, that's pretty good. Yeah, and that's with tip. So that's damn good. Yeah, because normally when we go to like nicer restaurants nowadays, we we, we spend like a hundred hundred twenty for two, maybe three people. Yeah, I mean when I went to like Joe's Crab Shack, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, but way back in the day, just getting two meals was almost. 90 bucks so yep. it was like <laughs> and it's not I, I think crab's overrated I love crab I, I really love crab well, there's different like snow crab Dungeness King yeah like, which is all at this case soft shell as well yep soft, soft shell. shell crab is so good that's another thing that you see at grocery stores and mm. people will never touch but it's so good yep. and it's easy to make yep. but yeah like price wise crab is always a higher price yeah than it should be. And lobster is... Unreal and up in here. I went to... So at the Mall America, I was recently there. Me and my wife tried Shake Shack. And I've had it before. This is her first time. She really liked it. It's a great burger. A lot of flavor. And it's just just well seasoned. There isn't a whole lot going on, but just... It's good. The Shake Shack, is that like uh, 50s themed? No. No? Okay. Shake Shack's modern... It's a huge burger chain in the, um, I think, East Coast, East or West. I can't remember which one I went to. I went to, I remember going to one in like Florida back, way back in the day. I think it was a Shake Shack. And it it sh- like Shake Shack. and burgers and. Balls and burgers. Malts, malts and burgers. I don't know. Oh, whatever. The, the main burger chains are McDonald's, Burger King, Culver's in the Midwest. Shake Shack. And White Castle, you can't forget White Castle. In and out. That might be In and Out. That's what you're thinking about. White Castle is not a big one. It's big, but like in the burger market, I don't think it's a big burger market competitor. Hmm. In and Out is really big, and I think it's shit. It's not well seasoned. The meat just stays bland. They have the animal style. No, that's White Castle. That's White Castle. Yeah. I'm talking about In and Out. Oh, In and Out. Okay. I was confused. My bad. Yeah. White Castle's delicious. They're steamed on a bit of onions. That's mm-hmm. a. They have five holes punched into the meat. Did you know that? Yeah. Little tiny holes to make it cook faster. Yeah. And to infuse more steam. Yep. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And the. I mean, everything about White Castle. We should go to White Castle after this. Let's do it. Get a Crave case. No, I want to go to Jersey Mike's and get a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. That's my boy. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I would definitely try that place. King, King, King Cajun. Cajun in Minneapolis. There's don't get it confused because there's another one that is complete shit, and it's in the same area. I can't remember what that's called, but it's incredibly close to the name of King Cajun. But it's a completely different owned restaurant, and it's just complete garbage. Huh. I can't remember what it's called. That'd be useful if you did. I know. Let me uh, look okay. it up quick. Okay. Do that. So the restaurant I want to talk about is a restaurant that I really want to bring Chad to is Hoban. And there's one in Minneapolis and there's one in Egan. And it's fantastic. They have really great Korean barbecue and delicious seasonings and marinades on all the meat. In the you one said in, Korean? Yeah, Korean barbecue. Okay. Hoban. What was the one that we went last week? We that went was to Kong's. 
Yeah, we went to Khan's Mongolian Grill. Mongolian, yeah. And that's in Rosedale. And uh, that's also fantastic. They used to have one in, um, not Minneapolis, off 494. We went there originally, the first yeah. time we went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I, uh, that one closed. Yep. That one closed? That one, yeah, that oh. was, but that's not the original. I, the original Khan's was in Dinkytown. Really? Long time ago. Like, huh. back when my grandparents were, like, young, where they went to there, they told me about them. The original for me was off 494, and um, that was truly just the best. They always have MXC uh, playing in the background, which is just <laughs> a stupid, funny show. Yep. And now the, the one in Rosedale still has that, but the atmosphere has changed. It's good, but it's definitely more modern. I think you, well, yeah, you were there with me in the original one, and then this newer mm. one. It's a different feel. There's yeah. less grunge on the wall. Right. Which is probably good, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. It's just I, seasoned. Yeah, it's seasoned. Like a, like a, like a, like a cast iron pan. <laughs> but yeah, Cons is a fantastic option for Mongolian Grill. And it's good price. I think it's it's honestly a good price, good chefs, and really good ingredients. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. It's Kincasian Crawfish. Is the full name of the good one. Is the bad one. Is the bad one. Yeah. So Kincasian is the good, is the one. good one, but King, King Cajun, Cajun crawfish is the bad one. That is <laughs> fucked up, right? And that's, it's actually they're like five minutes from each other. That's that's a horrible. <laughs> okay, well, that's a note for me. Huh? Yeah. Weird. What a what a rip. Right. What a rip. They just put the the. the I I can't I can't say end. it's bad. I should I should back up and say I don't know. I've heard on the internet that that one is bad. Oh. Yep. And I don't trust the internet. Yep. I so would try it. Maybe they're just two different types of like ones from Louisiana and the other ones from Florida. I don't know. <laughs> trying to think of another southern state. China, Japan. China, Japan. <laughs> but going back to mine. Hoban. Yep, sorry. Green Barbecue, Egan and Minneapolis. The one in Minneapolis I like the best. It may not be the worst, best bang for your buck, but that one in Minneapolis has grills to where you cook your own meat. So you order it, two plates minimum, and the plate is like ranging from $15 to $30. Okay. $15 is like... Uh, gr- like shredded pork marinade, thirty five is like short rib and round tip. Okay, all worth it. It's fantastic. So much flavor in the marinade too. That's that's the real win of Korean barbecue is the marinades mm-hmm. that they put on their meat. The one in Egan is they cook it for you and bring it out, okay. so you save money that way. It's like maybe. 14 or $13 for a $20 plate at Minneapolis. But you get to choose your doneness on every single piece of meat. And it's fresher. So normally how we do it is we go to Minneapolis. There's a parking ramp nearby that's mm-hmm. cheap. It was free on the weekend, I think. So And it's like a four or five-minute walk from the parking ramp. Okay. In Minneapolis, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> free parking and close, close is not something you get to say often. No. But we go there, and like I said, I really want to bring you and Kua out there because just it's an amazing experience that you don't get in this area often, but everywhere in 
like Asian culture. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. I don't know. You sit down, you get your two plates of whatever you want. You get all your sides, which are free. Okay. So you get rice, um, pickled vegetables, kimchi. There's like seven, seven to eight pickled daikon uh, potatoes. It's awesome. And they're all fantastic to eat with the food. You order a side of lettuce wraps, which is just big lettuce that's been chopped. Right. And that way you can have some kind of vehicle for the food. You don't mm. have to do that. Okay. I just, I prefer. So you get that. And then there's a bunch of appetizers in the menu, and they're all fantastic. I like the, the, the I think they're called the yum 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 wings. And oh, they're like yum yum sauce. Yeah. Nice. They're these wings that texturally confuse me to this day <laughs> because they are the crispiest wings I've ever had, but they are also the gooeyest, stickiest sauce I've ever had. Muddy Cow does those um, yum 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 wings. My pretty, son loves them. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're okay there. Yeah. I don't this, like yum yum sauce to begin with, so I don't think they're good, but. This yum yum wing sauce is different. It's okay. it's spicy and it's sweet. Okay. It really I don't know how to describe it. It just it, it hits really good. And again, the crit like with how juicy the wing meat is, with how crispy and sticky, like all three of those things don't exist. Right. It's hard to get that perfect wing and they did it every time we've had them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like a fifteen dollar appetizer. Okay. And it's it's a lot of food. Right. And then right. The other one I do is the kimchi fried rice. They put kimchi and fried rice and an egg, mix it all together, put the fried egg on top. It's so good. It huh. It's that balance of that crispy rice with a lot of like mirin and like subtle flavor yep. with the kimchi bite, which I, kimchi I love. I put it on everything in that place. But right. And then you get the the runny egg on top. It's really good. You can put that in your lettuce wrap with your food. Eat it plain. It it works on everything. And there's other things there too, but those are my top recommendations for appetizer. Okay. And then they have for for plates of meat. They have anyway. They have whole squid, so baby squid. Okay. That they dredge in a marinade of spices. It's oh, so spicy. <laughs> it's so good, but it's 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 a lot. And then they have beef tongue, which if you ever had beef tongue, highly recommend. Super thin sliced to where it grills in like under a minute on both uh-huh. sides. And it's got that really, it's so salty. And it, you, you get your dipping sauces of like five or six dipping sauces. So you can dip it in all that, try them out. It's so good in the, the black, I, I think it's soy sauce and something else mixture. Maybe hoisin. But dipping that in that with that saltiness, it gets creates this beautiful, like sweet and salty combo of meat, which you don't get often. And it's such a thin cut of meat to where it's just it's it melt, melts in your mouth. Huh. It's not wagyu, but it melts. And beef tongue is so good. They have uh, pork chow, <clears throat> which is very chewy, which I think is a consistency problem for a lot of people. Yeah. But that's also a great. It absorbs so much flavor because of the fat. And that's a cheap plate. It's I think it's like twelve bucks for oh, a dang. plate of pork oil, and it's it it's a plate. It's a heap. Yeah, like two plates would feed me, you, and Kua. Dang, we'd probably get a third one, but <laughs> it, like 
we can easily two plates you can make for a meal. And if you do that, then that's for two people is I'd say safe with tip forty five bucks. Okay. And that's pretty reasonable tip. Because they are service there is a problem too. <laughs> They're not great service. But that's because they do a different if you like yell at them and say, Hey, come here, I need a rewater, they're fantastic. That's how it works. Very passive service is not, I don't think, a, a good thing there. Yeah. But they have good water. It's they have water. good water. <laughs> they, have good water. they serve their water. It's, nice crisp. it's weird. They serve their water in small um, metal glasses, mm. which is so nice because it keeps the water colder. Yeah. It's, it's weird, but it's, it's good. Mm. And they have little pitchers to refill your water yourself. But it's good. It's fantastic. Like, I. I don't think they have dessert there. I've never gotten it if they did. But the plates of meat are fantastic. The short rib is fantastic. It is so supple. You have the small bones. They give you the scissors so you can cut them out. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can portion so easily is, like, to start the meal off, it's traditionally I suffer and everyone else eats. So it's pretty much like, all right, I'll cook. So... I'll fill the grill with a whole lot of meat. Everyone will get that. And then the second batch, I will cook for myself. And then once I'm done, I'll be like, what else needs to be made? And then I'll cook as we go. So it's kind of like melting pot. Kind of. Melting pot, but the melting pot, you control yourself. Yeah. You're cooking your own food as you go. This one, they they do have multiple pair of tongs and metal chopsticks. But... It really implies itself to be like one person's putting meat on and flipping it and then serving it. Okay. But you could, I mean, we have multiple people doing that too. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to touch your eating chopsticks to the raw meat to yeah, then yeah. cook. Um, contamination is a real thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I still eat it, but not a big deal. But yeah, and all their plates are good. And they have, I'd say, like 20 to 30 different plates. Wow. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up, which I will do right now. So Um, this is the place you want to bring me and Kua? Yes. Okay. Interesting. I think it's it's a really good experience, too. And the sad thing about this this experience and how good it is is this is way more expensive than like anywhere in Asia. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know if Chicago has too, but in where I went in uh, Japan and in Korea, I spent like $25 for all you can eat. So yeah, I had two hours to order whatever plates. I have, there's like 60 options. Yeah. And there's also vegetables you put on there and grill. Fantastic. And those are mm. free. And for for all you can eat for two hours is fantastic. And with all the marinades, it's so fantastic. The the, the top loin just melts in your mouth with how, like, it's long has been marinated. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's a very good checkout spot for anyone who wants to experience a, a new kind of, like, eating style and food. And... I promise you it is worth it is it's it's completely worth your time. Okay. For the just the meat quality alone. And 
their bulgogi is $20 a plate. And it's, I could say it's, it's about like maybe a two softball sizes, maybe a softball and a half of meat. Oh. And it's super sweet. It grills really nicely. It, like if you put it on the grill for too long, it will burn. But the sauce will start mm-hmm. to stick up and you get this really gummy like sauce, which is perfect for that like sweet meat. Yep. And if you take it, you dip it in the hot mustard. It's, I think it's lovely. You spend, you build it up with bulgogi, um, kimchi rice, and then some pickled vegetables or kimchi, mm-hmm. and it's a perfect bite. So is the kimchi like? I wouldn't say traditional because there's so many different variants of kimchi, but I mean, it's yeah, traditional is the word I'd use. Okay, it's not very bitter. It's not very hot. Okay, good. it's very mild kimchi. Because I've I've only had maybe a couple kimchi's and. I, shouldn't, I wouldn't say I don't like it, but it's not like something that sticks out to me like, oh, oh that's amazing. <laughs> I think kimchi is so amazing for its versatility. Like how we use mayo in the Midwest. We put mayo in everything. Kimchi can be, you could take it from there, put it on the grill, cook your kimchi. It's so good. I mean, it gets really crispy there. Mm-hmm. Solidifies the flavor. Take it raw, eat it. You can put it in a taco. Kimchi tacos are great. They really highlight... Wait, did you say kimchi taco? Yeah. I never heard of that. Just kimchi tacos. So you put your meat with kimchi. Oh, okay. And it really okay. highlights the meat because the kimchi is so uh, <clears throat> pickled. Okay. And you can make kimchi yourself. It's not a hard process, just a long process. And depends on how long you take it in there is how pickled and vinegary you're going to have it. But it's different from pickles and pickling in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it. And good kimchi looks like blood red. Like it's just all the seasonings together. They yeah. combine it fully. Okay, and it looks like a bright red, like a, like a hot sauce or something or what? Uh, not that red. No. But, yeah, it, bright red might be the wrong term. Like Louisiana hot sauce? Sure. Yeah, like Frank's Red Hot is a little Frank's too red. red. Oh, okay. But it's you can buy kimchi anywhere. Yeah, you can buy it. It's now available in a high V and stuff. I saw that the other day. Huh. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. And it's not bad kimchi. I've had that. But I was surprised that it's there. I, was, I guess I shouldn't be. But yeah. Midwestern grocery stores are not known for their diverse ingredients. Steak. Chicken. Chicken. Sausage. Sausage. Potato. Yep. It's hard to find ground pork and not sausage for <laughs> right? in the Midwest. <laughs> Just right. recently, like when I first saw Bratwurst Patties was at High V. That was when they first opened, but I was like, huh, didn't think that was a thing. And it's not good. Huh. Not a fan. Get really dry. Yeah. I got um, beef that I need to give you. Yes. I, was I totally forgot about for that. I know our viewers need to hear about this, but. Yeah, I'm getting beef be, from Chad. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah for sure. But yeah, um, I think Hobana is worth everyone's trip to Minneapolis, even if you hate driving to Minneapolis like I do. I, I absolutely despise hate it. it. Oh, it's horrible. You can get in there, but you can never get the fuck out. Yep. All the one ways. I know. And at night, it's like a whole different city. Right. Oh, I hate it. I, I actually like driving in Chicago better than Minneapolis. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because Chicago, you can actually say, 
oh, hey, go down this way. And I'm out. And I'm out. Yep. Go down this way in Minneapolis, and you're like, I think I just went closer to the middle of the city. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's not a well-designed yep. city. Speaking of, I shouldn't get on this tangent, New York sucks. I've never been to New York. New York. It's a, I mean, Vegas sucks because it's just busy, yep. but it's one street's busy. New York's just busy everywhere. Even yep. in Minneapolis, when you take a wrong turn, you're like, I, I got some, some time to figure out where the fuck I am. In New York, there's a guy behind you yelling, gay, hey, fuck off. <laughs> you're like, oh, guess I'm going straight. <laughs> I hate New York. Um, I love the food there. That's the problem. I like <laughs> driving to New York. When I have a really bad day before like having this job, I had a really shitty day. I would drive from Minneapolis or Apple Valley to New York to get cannolis and pizza. <laughs> yep. Wait. I've done that more than once in my life. I have never done that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've traveled to like... Force Lake, which is thirty minutes away from here. I have, I have. When I have an urge, I want to satisfy that urge. So I will drive twelve hours to get a cannoli. I will drive from here, the closest Krispy Kreme. There's two. There's one in Appleton, Wisconsin, which is like four and a half hours away from me. But the closer one is in Iowa. <laughs> And uh, Des Moines. Des Moines okay. has the closest Krispy Kreme to this location. So why doesn't Krispy Kreme come here? They did. I know they did, and they failed in Coon Rapids. They had one in Apple Valley, Apple Valley too. Huh. They failed because of the healthy revolution a couple of years ago. Oh. Everyone was thinking donuts are bad, blah, blah, blah. Really, donuts are fine. People oh. are bad. Yeah. So they closed up shop. But yeah, the closest. And if you come up to me and say you can get Krispy Kreme at your local fucking quick trip, you can go suck a fat one. <laughs> you get it there, fresh off the fucking like fryer and flipper and icer. You can't beat it. Yeah. You walk, when I was in college, I Krispy Kreme is a good restaurant. Go get your donut. When I was in college, I woke up with my friend, and we were hanging out. And later that night, it was like 8 p.m. or something like that. And I was like, you know, if we leave now, we'll get to Krispy Kreme tomorrow right when they open. <laughs> okay. So we just got in the car and left. Huh. And we drove seven hours to go to the nearest Krispy Kreme. And uh, we got there right when they opened, pulled in the parking lot. Waited for like two minutes outside of their door. They unlocked the door. I walked in. They asked us, like, you guys look tired? I'm like, we are. <laughs> and they gave us four free donuts each. Dang. And I ate four Krispy Kreme donuts. I got three dozen of donuts. <laughs> and I, we drove back, and I fell asleep in the parking lot across from Lumberjack Paul Bunyan's restaurant in Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> and then we had... Had some donuts, woke up, and left. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. I kind of want to do that to go to uh, Canada and go get um, Ichiban. Am I saying that right? Ichiban? Ichiban. 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 Yeah, there was one in Minneapolis and Nicolet, but they closed down. And now the only one that's opened is in uh, Canada. Well, I mean. Canada. It's 11. <laughs> I'm not traveling to Canada today. 
which is not happening. <laughs> Your loss. I'm going to Canada. <laughs> but yeah, I I want to try Kinky Cajun. That does sound fantastic. Yep. I haven't had a lot of luck, good Cajun food in this a long great. time. This is great. Not yet a sponsor. Not yet a sponsor, but <laughs> soon. Soon. <laughs> Everything we talk about will soon be a sponsor. But And Hoban, I think, is worth anyone's try and cons like we talked mm-hmm. about that too cons bungling grill it's fantastic it's Get a the local dragon business. sauce it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> i was you, sweating bullets you can pick sauces there <clears throat> and the dragon sauce is spicy yeah especially if you're not prepared for chili oil but it's not spicy in a way like oh i'm gonna have a it doesn't ruin the flavor yeah it, yep. yep it it enhances it yep. it it it's pain. and when it's piping hot right off the um, cooktop and you put it in your mouth. Oh, burns your hole. It burns everything, but it tastes so damn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like you, you won't, you can't stop eating it. Right. Even though you know, you're like, this is going to hurt. This hurts. Well, it hurts. It's it hurts less when you just keep on shoving it in your face. Yeah. You don't have time to breathe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The oxygen can't like feel it, but no, I, I cons is fantastic. You can pick your sauces and stuff that you can make it really spicy, but Speaking on that niche, on that hotness, is that's a problem with a lot of hot sauces, yep. is they focus on the Scoville level, and it tastes like a chemical. Yep. And or it doesn't taste anything at all. It just burns the shit out of you. Yep. And there's no reason to put it on. So tasty yep. hot sauce is important. Yep. But Cons does a really good job. Chili oil in general is really good. Yep. Gets really hot, but it adds so much more flavor. Yeah, which is at depth. Yep. It's just crazy. It hits so good. I know tonight I'm going to be putting like four pounds of garlic in oil. I'm going to be making garlic confit. Hmm. And that's like another thing. doesn't add a lot of heat. But now all that olive oil that I cooked it in is now going to be like infused with so good of garlic Hmm. flavor. And that will be good for pasta and anything I want to do. So that's a oil does a lot of work for you. I kick some. Don't worry about it. Okay. But oil, yeah, oil carries a lot. Of, but yeah, I could talk about cooking techniques. But yeah, Hoban Cons is definitely worth your laying in yep. Rosedale. And King Cajun off University yep. sounds really good. It's amazing. Yeah. There's a couple places that like I've been to. I hate most named restaurants. I dislike. They don't carry a lot of. Like they're popular because of generic thing. Olive Garden is one of them. Well. I think mostly it's just because it's convenience because yeah. they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. Well, it's 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 convenient and you know what they're going to taste like. Yep. You're not going to have an unexpected it's gonna pasta have, dish. It's going to have two ladlefuls of sauce. It's going to have one baggie full of noodles. It's going to be steamed <laughs> it's gonna the be way steamed. you want it. It's going to be microwaved. Sticks and salad. It's going to be microwaved and it's going to be served to you. Lukewarm. Quickly as... The server wants to deliver it to you. <laughs> yes. And that, we go to Olive Garden with me and my wife whenever we're like, oh, man, I'm really hungry for soup and breadsticks yep. because that's the only thing I want to go there for, and the salad. I don't really like their soup. That's okay. Their breadsticks and salad are pretty good. Yeah. Just because that's what they're known for. But yes. when you are there, you are family. Family. <laughs> Sorry, and I didn't mean to cut you off. As Vin Diesel would say, <laughs> Family. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then Red Lobster, same thing. 
their seafood's overpriced. Shit. Yep. I hate it. There's no flavor in any of their seafood. No. When you had to say pass the salt. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever people are like, hey, can I give me that salt and pepper? I'm like, well, that's a fail on their part. Yep. 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 I want fries, but I don't want them seasoned. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big pet peeve for me. When, when you come to my house and you get my food, if you ask for any condiment before you try it, I get pissed. Oh. When are we going to your house to have some french fries? Whatever you want, but you're eating the way they are. <laughs> no, I'm going to have some salt on the side. Mm. I'm going to have some ketchup. Mm. <laughs> ketchup. <laughs> but, yeah, I think those three restaurants are fantastic recommendations. <clears throat> Give them a whirl. There's a couple other ones. I went to Baldmar in Rosedale as well. Expensive steakhouse. It sucks. Mm. The atmosphere is not hospitable. It's good or better than Outback? It's worse than Outback. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> their burgers were pretty okay. Outback is shit. And their steaks are not cooked well. They have no flavor. They rely on that stupid char marks. Mm-hmm. And they aren't... Presentation. Like, yeah. It doesn't add anything to them. They they could. They could add yeah. so much, and they don't. Mm-hmm. Their blooming again, onion it's... is an onion that's deep-fried... Minimum wage yeah. workers that... I will say Texas Roadhouse yeah. has good quality meat for the price and the service. Like, it's yeah. it's not... I, I would, would just not go for recommend, the buns. Yeah, the buns. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's the same... That, that's the thing. Every restaurant has a good side. Olive Garden breadsticks, Red Lobster buns, uh, Outback... Their onion blossom. Onion. Yeah. Which is the same thing as Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. And then, yeah, Texas Roadhouse buns. You know a restaurant I really need to come back? Kitchen? What? Perkins. Perkins. Perkins are dead. Yeah. But just like Baker Square. Baker Square is dead. Oh, I haven't been in Baker Square in a long time. No, because there isn't one. Yeah, there is. Nope. Look, where's the next? What, closest what is, Baker let's, let's Square. Let's consult the Googles. <sighs> Sad. But, and their pie was okay. But then again, you realize... Then they made their pies in-house, I think. Baker Square. And Perkins. Yeah. There's one in Ford Parkway, St. Paul. Yeah? Yep. That's sad. Closes at 9 p.m. Not going there. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, that... I mean, Perkins is only... Good. It's just like a Denny's. Perkins yeah. and Denny's are only good at 6 a.m. when you're wearing chainmail and tired. It's the only time you want to go. I was, six, I was like thinking two. like 12, or, um, 2 30, 3 o'clock in the morning after the bar closes. And they the, have all you can eat bread or uh, pancakes yeah. and eggs. <laughs> and you're sitting there just looking defeated, hungover already <laughs> from the night you are. And you look at the server and she just goes, pancakes. And she walks away. <laughs> and she knows. She knows exactly what's happening. They. They know the disappointment in your life. Pass out on my table, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I will fuck you up with this mop. But yeah, and, and those restaurants are closing because they're not yep. good. We're living in an age of gourmet inventiveness that we haven't seen in a long time. Yep. And culturally accepting like openness. It's like, hold on, and we just talk about cons. 
Cajun food. Everything in, in this area is starting to blossom mm-hmm. to become more. Chicago is a real, like, you look at Chicago and you realize there's a lot of things. In the Mall of America, there's a sushi revolving um, restaurant coming on the third floor. Huh, I so didn't it's know that. A, Yeah, and I love sushi buffets like that are hilariously awesome. I don't think it's going to be good, and I don't think it's going to be, like, priced well, but... It's a step in the right direction. Right. And they used to have one of those in Minneapolis that was pretty pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. There's another um, steakhouse in, uh, I think it's Minneapolis. It's really good, too. It's called Seven. I was about to say, if you say Manny's, I'm going to get angry. No, it's called Seven. They do um, sushi and steak. It's kind of like a, I wouldn't say infusion, but like it's a... expensive. Hell of expensive. Yeah. Like... Super expensive. <laughs> yeah, like, we're talking like three hundred dollars for a bill for two, yep. maybe at the low end. Yeah, when you go there and you say, "Oh yeah, I'll have the porterhouse or whatever steak you want," and they go, oh, "Okay," and they bring you out just a plate and it's a big ass steak and nothing else. You're like, "I huh, fucked up." What what kind of sides do you want? Like, oh, you want mushrooms? Okay, that's gonna be seventy five extra dollars. Yep. Jesus, where are these mustards at? <laughs> yep. And, and don't get me wrong, the food's good, but yeah. And I can complain about prices in restaurants, but it's hard to get. I don't think I know a single restaurant out there, except that the really expensive ones, mm-hmm. that price their food at a plate at a at a rate that is livable. Yeah. Like, and not for the consumer. Mm-hmm. Fuck the consumer. I don't mm-hmm. care how much I pay, but you gotta look at that like. The, if if you charge a twelve dollar steak, how many hands have touched that steak for you to be able to eat it? Excuse me. Like the chef had to cook it, server had to deliver it, and expediter did some shit. Yep. He made sure it's all nice and pretty. Yeah. Three people for twelve dollars for the twenty minutes it took them to make all that stuff is not cost effective. No. Eighty five dollars is now cost-effective. So either A, you do cost-ineffective food, and you hope they have like a lot of customers to make it worth it to afford those ingredients, or you charge a lot of money and make a very good product. And have a large margin. Yeah, margins. It's just, it's hard in this, this day and age, it's hard. Yeah, and I'm, I'm seeing more chefs like take on these cheaper set of meats and just making them crazy good and mm-hmm. make them top notch like you're getting a really good steak for 10 times what it should be priced at and people are just eating it up mm-hmm. like just taking it and just help <laughs> but the problem with that is people should understand how to make that at home right you should be able to, to take be a able steak appreciate it and be like oh wow this is a 12 dollar ribeye from Costco and <laughs> It's fantastic, and you can make it that way because, like, he steamed it in onions first, and he cooked it and encapsulated it. He's like, all that moisture, the fat, the flavor, that's how you make it. Right. And they don't know, though. They just say it's fantastic, and they don't ask any other questions. And it's not sad. It's just you, I would have hoped that they would care more. Yep. Maybe that's not the right word, but. Well, I mean, in order to do that, too, you're going to have to experiment like yeah. yeah if you want to have a 
a great steak, experiment on some cheap steaks and just fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the only way you're gonna learn. And then it's it's not that you're a bad cook or a bad person, I guess. It's just experiment. That's all cooking is is art and experiments. Really all it is. Oh if you really yeah, look completely. at it. Yeah. And that's not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean I'd I'd prefer to have a a steak or a food meal that has been prepared that has trial and trust tested become the best. Mm-hmm. And I think about that too is when a restaurant serves food and that but like at a nice restaurant they do a test course. Right. You know that but they they don't do that at Perkins. No. They don't and their menus are huge. So you can't yeah. do that. No. You a good menu should be on one page and that should include beer and wine. Yep. Because I don't need 750 taps. <laughs> yeah. If if I am going to a restaurant that's Maddie's Steakhouse, mm-hmm. I know they do steak. Yep. That's what I go there for. Right. They should have six to ten items and that's it because I expect that chef to know how to cook ten items perfectly every single time Mm -hmm. consistently and be delicious. Right. You don't need to have fucking sushi at a gas station because it's there. You want it to be good. Right. I don't know. It's big menus are a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. And they and it's because people want variety, but you lose so much quality over for that variety. Right. Is it worth it? And then you got stuff that just sits in the refrigerator for days, days, and then you get that one random person like, oh, "I haven't seen this on a menu for a while. I'm going to get that." And then yeah. they eat it, and they're like, "This tastes like garbage." I wonder why. <laughs> because we offer it to six people a year, yep. and yeah. we only buy it once a year. Yep. <laughs> it's. I don't know. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Those restaurants, I would recommend, though. Hoban, for sure. King Cajun sounds amazing. And Khan's. Khan's is good. If you want good pizza, Old World Pizza in Amber Grove Heights. Amazing. Yeah? Yeah. I worked there. What kind of pizza is Way it? back in the day. What kind of pizza? Is it traditional, like, New York? Oh, no. It's is it traditional complete 100%. Italian? Like, I wouldn't say... Carbonis, but it's like, oh, crap on cheese, crap on. It's meat. American pizza. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I and like Cassinis in Cottage Grove. Yeah, that's a personal favorite for me. The sauce, but I don't know. I think also when people are like, oh, traditional pizza is a problem. People don't look <laughs> know what a tra- traditional pizza is. They don't, and they should. Because yep. like traditional like margarita pizza. It's fantastic. And it's got so little ingredients on it. It's but they're so crazy. good quality. Yeah. That it just it carries it to another level. The crust is oh I could talk about pizza for a long time, but I want to get one of those backyard pizza. They're, so, they're everywhere. Yeah. They're, you can literally well one, you can make one. That's like what we had. But you can buy those things anywhere now. Yeah. It's crazy. Walmart. Walmart, REI, the <laughs> camping store. They're yep. like, yeah, this is a portable like pizza. When am I going to go camping and bring a fucking pizza oven? Well, I'm going to go travel 10 miles down the road and walk with a pizza oven. I'm strapped to my back with my other yep. stuff. I'm going hiking. <laughs> I'm going hiking. <laughs> going hiking I'm going with hiking my pizza I'm going to hike it, and I might oven. want a pizza. I yeah. don't know. 
<laughs> I'll carry the food. You carry the pizza oven. We're good to go. And you're like, oh, it's only 10 pounds. You're like, Jesus Christ, why didn't it's the light pizza maker? Well, yeah, they're ever. Carrying 10 pounds, th- three miles, is doesn't seem like a lot, but it, it gets a lot. <laughs> it is. But I think that's all we're going to talk about. Okay. So thanks for the feast. Um, thanks for joining us. Please, if you go to any of those restaurants, let us know. Right. We'd want to know. And um, even if you go to that one that's supposed to be that King Cajun crawfish, yeah, the bad one, the bad one, the internet says the, the interweb yeah. says is a bad. It one. might be great. It might be great. I don't know. I, I yeah. should go try it. Make sure that I know what I'm we talking should. about. Yeah, I definitely don't trust all internet reviews for right. sure. You know, can somebody be like, I got bad service because they didn't cook my steak right. Yep. That's not service. That's just (laughs) like the review. It's either going to be someone that really loves it or really hates it. There's nothing going to be the important of like, yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, I'm not going to write a review about it. It was good. When they get in like super detailed, detailed reviews, that's where you're like, all right, I'm going to the next one. (laughs) Yeah, like, thanks for the writing, the author, but you know, like maybe we could do the the Helen Keller approach (laughs) and just walk away from it. (laughs) So. Oh, yeah. Thanks uh, for joining us. Bye. Bye. Oh, thank you.